Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to In Bloom Podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast. I am so excited because this week we are doing our seasonal favorites. I'm going to be sharing all of the things I've been head over heels for, absolutely loving this winter. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. And let it be known that I pretty much only share stuff that I'm like truly head over heels for. Because these take a lot of thought they don't seem like they take a lot of thought like they definitely don't take a lot of time to plan but they take a lot of thought if that makes sense like I have to basically run through my daily life in my head on like a weekday and on the weekend and think of each little thing I do and the things that just really stand out to me within the little bits and pieces of my routine so that I can share them with you all because I want it to be like as transparent and real as possible with everything I've been loving And I just love these types of like podcasts and videos and everything because they always help me discover new things or inspire me to find something similar that I may have. Like if I'm watching somebody's favorite video and they say they love a certain color of blush or something or a certain blush and it's a certain color, I can be like, okay, do I have something like that? Like, can I try it out with what I already have? Or I can just add it to my list of things that I would like to potentially buy. Um, At some point, I know that they can sort of encourage impulsive spending. And I'm not necessarily sitting here saying that you need all of these things. I'm just letting you know that these are the things that I have either like been gifted or I've spent my money on that I have truly just been using and loving. So I'm super excited to be sharing these things with y'all because I feel like there's a lot of new discoveries in this one or just like new things I'm just gonna like be sharing everything I'm loving and like the eras I'm in right now so I'm so excited but before we get into it let's start with the quote of the week and this week's quote is from Pinterest and I love it it's so simple and to the point but so good and it says don't miss out on something that could be great just because it could also be difficult and I love this quote so much and it's just a really good reminder to not hold yourself back just because something is a little scary or it seems like it's going to be hard or be a big time commitment or maybe it's something you really want or really want to do but you just don't really know how to get started. I think that so many times we keep ourselves from doing things we love, trying things, doing new things or even just like being a little bit spontaneous with our life And we keep ourselves from doing those things because there's not really enough easiness to it. Obviously, it's a lot easier for us to step into things and do things when there isn't these added layers of intense time commitment or taking a big risk. But all of those things are sometimes what leads you to something great that wasn't even within your definition of great before. You know what I mean? So I think it's a really good reminder, especially with today like the way things are with social media and I talk about it all the time but it's so true just the 
instant gratification is so bad and even if you're somebody who like doesn't spend a lot of time on social media I just truly feel like it's bled into all aspects of society whether you're like really on social media or not I think if you're on social media pretty heavily it's definitely amplified a lot more for you but if even if you don't spend a ton of time on social media I truly think instant gratification just because of the way technology has evolved over the years and how much is like automated nowadays and how we've streamlined so much and made things so efficient has really taken our ability to be patient with things that we want. It's just really diminished that ability for us to be patient. And I notice it with myself all the time and I literally have to like step back sometimes and just be like, Abby what makes you think you're going to have this figured out right now? Like what makes you think you're going to be able to do this right away? Or what makes you think that this isn't going to take a lot of time? You know, take a second and remember that not everything's going to happen on the timeline I want it to. Obviously in a perfect world it would and remind myself that things do take time and no matter how much I want to try and control how much time things are going to take, I will never know whether it's going to be, you know, a super long time or if it's gonna be a short time because there's so many variables at play like you can have an, a timeline an estimated timeline in your head for something but it's not always how it's gonna play out um, and you can do all you want and can to try and keep that within your control but at the end of the day so much is outside of our control and we really have to remind ourselves to be patient and just remember that um, just because things are going to take time or they're difficult or they are scary or risky that doesn't mean you shouldn't go for it. It's like our initial reaction is to hesitate and to sort of deflect. And if we just get past that, we can just move forward and get to the good part that's on the other side of it. It's just funny because, you know, fear and everything, all those negative, more negative feeling type of emotions, they really keep us from going farther. You know, they're they're really a roadblock. But we just always only are looking short term at the roadblock right in front of us and not what lays on the other side of that roadblock all the time. So it's a good reminder to think past the roadblock every now and then. And my goal for this week, I am really wanting to kind of implement a five minute cleanup before I go to bed every night, like a last minute, like before I go upstairs for the night type of thing. Because I have this bad habit of basically loading the dishwasher after dinner and like wiping the counters and then I will start the dishwasher and I'll like take my water with me upstairs because Griffin like takes L out at night I don't and he is usually which it's my fiance by the way if you um are new here you just haven't heard me say his name and he usually is like watching tv or a movie or something on tv downstairs and I'll just go upstairs with like intentions of coming back downstairs but I never do So then I like kind of end up leaving my messes out, like maybe a pair of shoes like in the middle of the floor or if I got a package in the mail, maybe I left it sitting on the counter or I didn't break the box down, you know, something like that or there's just some like laundry on the couch or something and I think that I could really just maintain so much more tidy of a space if I just held myself to doing like a five minute cleanup before I go upstairs every night for the night. Um... I was literally telling Griffin on the way home from the wedding we went to last night, I was like, look, I really think like come the Jesus moment for both of us, we really need to both do this because we're both bad about it in different ways. Like his thing is like leaving his shoes out and like his gym bag, just like leaving it out. And 
like clothes or whatever which is fine because I'm like just as messy just in different ways and my bad thing is like mail and packages and um I'm sometimes I'm bad with the shoes and like YouTube stuff if I'm filming something so like maybe like my little ring light attachment you know just like little things like that just always laying around and it's just never tidy and I don't need things to be perfectly clean and perfectly tidy. I just want things to be in a place and not just strung out everywhere. So that's my goal for this week. And even if it's not like an every night thing, because I know it's obviously like something that's a habit I want to develop. So it's going to take time. So even if it's something that I do just like every other night this week, a five minute tidy, I think it would make me feel so much better because I hate when I come downstairs in the morning and things are just all over the place and nothing's really in their spot. And it just kind of starts my day off not on the best foot because I am instantly sort of mentally discombobulated because I'm like there's all this clutter in front of me and like random stuff that's not in its spot so it makes me mentally cluttered and I don't like starting my day that way so I think I would just feel a lot less like it, it adds it doesn't make me stressed out in the sense of that in and of itself is a stressful thing it's more so it just adds a little bit of chaos to the chaos that's already existing in my life. So it makes the chaos that's already there feel more chaotic, if that makes sense. And it's like, it's something that could be adding peace to my daily life and routine rather than something that enhances the chaos that's already there. So, you know, your environment can either, you know, provide peace for you because it's sort of like you can relax your shoulders a little bit, take a deeper breath when you walk downstairs in the morning and your home looks inviting and welcoming and relatively tidy and things are where they belong. But then you could also walk downstairs in the morning and see, you know, thing like dishes still out from dinner last night and the jacket you wore yesterday draped over the chair and all the throw pillows on the couch on the floor and instantly be like, oh, like this is all a mess and it makes you feel kind of messy. So that's kind of what I'm going to be working on this week because I'm so tired of living like this, like just like letting my stuff sit out and not being like proactive about putting things away. And I feel like I'm pretty good about doing it in my bedroom, but something about like the common space. And I told my fiance, I said, I think that like we both feed off of each other with it. Cause it's like after we clean, we'll be good about it for like two days, but then it's like the first person to leave something out. It sort of is just kind of like a, not, not a, um, not something that encourages the other person to do so, but it sort of just ends up subconsciously leading to the other person being like, oh, this is laid out. So we're going to start the mess for this week and we can like add something to it and it's not going to be a big deal because the other person's already laid it out. Like we don't actually physically think that, but I think subconsciously that's what my brain does. Like if I see Griffin like left out a pair of shoes, I'm like, oh, I'm going to leave my shoes out too because his aren't up so like why do I need to be up and I think he does the same thing and not not in like a petty way but just sort of like it's what you see so it's what you do type of thing whereas when things are already tidy you're more incentivized to keep things tidy and then when things are dirty you're less inclined to want to clean things up because it's like or not dirty but messy when things are messy you're just kind of like oh it's messy so I can keep doing what I'm doing and leave it messy. So that's my goal for this week and my gratitude. I am so thankful to have been a part of one of my bestest friends weddings. My good close friend Savannah got married last night and it was such a special day and it was so incredible and I can't believe like their wedding day is over and like it's already here because it's just been so surreal like being it was like my first close friend to get married in terms of like I was in their wedding 
my sister-in-law, I was in her wedding years ago, but I'm talking about like outside of like, you know, family, I guess you could say. And I mean, she is like, I, I feel like she's family to me, but like, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, um, but Savannah's wedding was yesterday and I'm so happy for her and her now husband. And if y'all didn't know, she's just like one of my closest friends. I met her at my internship in 2018 when we entered an oil and gas company in downtown Houston and we ended up staying in touch because we didn't go to the same school like she went to A&M and I went to Alabama and we met at that internship and it was kind of just like a fate thing I I swear like because it was we have so much in common in so many ways but we're also like very different in a lot of ways and we met that summer we interned together we didn't even work together like on anything like we weren't working on projects together we were in completely different like accounting departments basically but we would like eat lunch together every now and then we would we went to like spend classes a few times together and we just kind of stayed in touch like we wouldn't text or facetime or anything like while we were both back at school and i would just let her know when i was back in houston usually over like my christmas break in college and we would like get breakfast or coffee or dinner so I would only see her like once a year for literally three years and we maintained our friendship like through three years of only seeing each other and talking to each other once a year but then when I moved to Houston we lived in the same apartment building for my first the first apartment Griff and I had um, here in Houston and we were like basically neighbors obviously And it was the best thing ever. And I wish so badly that we could be neighbors for the rest of our lives. I know I've talked about it before on the podcast, but I was telling, I literally pulled her aside last night at the wedding and I was like, literally like trying not to cry because I'd already like cried talking to Griffin about it while we were in line at the bar Um, because her maid of honor was, she had such a great speech and it like literally made me cry. And it made me think about how special it was to have had her and her friendship and just support and just loyalty as a friend in such a hard time of my life because I was just thinking of how hard how much harder of a time I would have had adjusting to living in Houston and becoming an adult if I didn't have her because she she's like my close friend like that I had already met like on my own and everything because there's a lot of friends that like we have here but it's like friends that I've met through Griffin which is totally great and fine and I love them you know just as much and I'm just saying like somebody that I knew was like my friend um and it was so special to have her like as I was like studying for the CPA and as I was like starting my job and being able to have that friendship because I truly think I would have felt so much worse and so much more alone if I didn't have her as a friend through all of that and still have her as a friend now like I definitely don't see her near as often because I mean I saw her multiple times a week when we lived in the same place which is a given obviously I mean we went to workout classes every week together we would usually get coffee one morning during the week or on the weekend we'd go on walks all of these things so it was the best time and now it's like I see her like once a month it feels like and it's hard but doesn't change the fact that she's like one of my closest friends and I love her dearly and I'm so happy for her and her now husband and so happy that um happy for them and then happy and honored that I got to be a part of their special day because it was truly so special but enough of that um actually not enough of that because I could talk about it forever because it's just so special there's not many feelings in life that compare to being able to 
be a part of somebody you love's like special day of them beginning like a new chapter and a new life um it's just truly like indescribable I can't I really can't think of words for it so let's go ahead and get into the favorites I'm gonna start out with food and drinks I I don't want to say I find it the most boring but I find I I I figure that it's what you all care the least about so I want to get it out of the way so food and drink number one liquid IV mocktail edition flavors Oh my gosh. So first of all, I do have a discount code if you want 25% off and free shipping. You can use Abby period Aslan at checkout on Liquid IV. And I this is like a code that's like always active. So like you can use it whenever. But I love the mocktail edition um, Liquid IV flavors. So they have a, I think it's cucumber mo- mojito and then a spicy like, pol- no, is it Paloma? I think it's a spicy Paloma one or margarita or something. I want to say it's Paloma though. I don't know why I can't remember right now, but the way I've been using them, which they call them mocktails so you can like literally make a mocktail at home, you know, and like not have to use that alcohol, whether you're just like sober or maybe you're not of age or like whatever. And you're just like, you don't want alcohol, but I'm using them as a cocktail (laughs) mixer. So if y'all didn't know, which I don't know if I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but I actually, before they came out with these mocktails, like flavors, I've always used liquid IV as a mixer, like with hard liquor. Like, so if I'm having tequila, I remember when I went to Gulf Coast Jam, um, which is like a country music festival in my hometown, I would have, I I say I would, I did this once because it was like the most recent time I went. And I, I think it was in summer of 2021. Yeah. Summer of 2021, I went and like what I was drinking every day, like to pregame, because the drinks are just like more expensive at the concert and they're just not as good. Like literally drinking like bucket margaritas basically. I literally would get a shaker bottle, fill it up like halfway with water and then do like a shot of tequila and and literally any liquid IV flavor was good. But I usually would do like the passion fruit one or I do like the watermelon, really just whatever I had on hand and I would just shake it up and make a drink and it's like you're hydrating yourself but you're also you know getting your drink in at the same time and it tastes really good like it tastes so good so they came out with these mocktail edition and I, they sent me the PR for it and I was like oh that's so cool I don't know I wouldn't drink it as a mocktail because like those flavors I would want them in a cocktail I guess you could say but if you're somebody who loves a mocktail and don't get me wrong I do I just feel like I drink cocktails more often than mocktails not saying that I drink cocktails all the time but there's not you like if there's a time that I'm wanting like a flavored drink that's not water and I don't want alcohol, I usually have like a different go-to, I guess you could say, than a mocktail. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. But I've been making like these drinks at home and I'll just do a shot of Casamigos and some Topo Chico, just like plain Topo Chico and the liquid IV mocktail. And I've done it with the mojito one and I've done it with the smoky margarita one or paloma whatever it is and they are both so freaking good and just like with a squeeze of lime oh my gosh 
they're so good and I literally feel like I've made like a phenomenal cocktail at home every time I make them like they're, they're refreshing they taste good they actually taste like what they say they are and it, they're just so good so the next thing is the Califia Farms cookie butter creamer if you watch them on YouTube or follow me on Instagram you know that I'm obsessed with this stuff I was so scared that it was seasonal because I found it back in December I think at Whole Foods like just by chance I was in Whole Foods and I saw it and I was like oh my gosh you gotta be kidding me and it literally tastes like cookie butter it's so freaking good and then I didn't find it again um, for like a month, which to be honest, I only looked like one time because I don't go to Whole Foods every week. Like it's really just something that I do every now and then. And it's usually to get like one thing and go that they only sell there. And I was so upset because I like didn't find it again. And I was like, great, this was probably seasonal and it's like the best creamer I've ever had and I'm never going to be able to get it again. Well, no, I don't think it's seasonal. I'm pretty sure that they're just like they have it out now, at least I, I hope it stays. And I realized, because what I was so worried about doing, I hate when I go to like a store for something and it's not there. Like at Whole Foods, like you're like, okay, I'm going to go to Whole Foods for this one specific thing I get at Whole Foods and then they don't have it. Because then you're like, I didn't even need to come here. And I was like, I don't want that to be the case. So what I ended up doing is I downloaded the Whole Foods app on my phone and I just like set the store. Because I have like multiple Whole Foods I can go to. They're all within like... 20 minutes of me in different directions basically and I'm willing to drive that far and it's like I can just put in any of the locations and then search the creamer and then if they have it you know it'll show up and it may not be in stock if there's like a delay but like I can at least see that it's there based on the app you know what I mean so I did that like today and I went and got some and I actually went like two weekends ago and got some and it was on sale so it was like so nice, but I go and I usually get like two bottles at a time just so like I'm not having to go to Whole Foods like every single week to get creamer because I'm using it in both my my coffee and my fiance's coffee when I make coffee at home, which is usually five or six days of the week. So absolutely love the creamer. It's so good. It's really thick and creamy and it tastes just like cookie butter. The next thing is Olipop. I'm such an Olipop girl. Like I'm a beverage girl in general. Like I have a coffee in the morning when I get up. I'm drinking water all day long and then every afternoon I have some sort of probiotic beverage whether it's a poppy olipop or buddha's brew kombucha i always have those in my fridge and i have to have one of them every afternoon just like to spice up my afternoon and just be something happy to carry me through the rest of the day basically and i've really been loving olipop a lot and i tried their banana cream flavor for the first time today because i saw it in Whole Foods when I went to go get more of my creamer and I was like oh my gosh I've been wanting to try this and I really liked the banana cream one but it's not it's it's good but it's one that I don't want a lot of if that makes sense like I only really wanted like half the can I'm, like it took me a long time to finish it whereas other Olipops I feel like I'm like throwing them back and maybe that's a good thing because but it's just because it's more of a just odd flavor I guess you could say but it tastes really good like if you like anything banana flavored you'd probably like it and I also got the lemon lime to try that I think is supposed to taste like Sprite but I haven't tried it yet and the one I've been loving a lot though is the cream soda because my HEB finally carries the cream soda ones and they don't always have them which does suck I don't know if it's just like they can't keep the inventory or what but the cream soda tastes just like a cream soda it's so freaking good I'm obsessed with it and I still love my Buddha's Brew Kombucha so much but I've been getting Olipop and Poppy a lot more because it's cheaper because Buddha's Brew Kombucha is like pushing four dollars a bottle and to have like one of those every day is a lot like it's basically the equivalent of getting coffee out every day which is fine 
it's just like, okay, if there's a cheaper alternative, I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? And Olipops tend to like at HEB, they do like a um, $1 off and you can use it as many times as you want type of coupon. So I take advantage of that as much as I can. And the next thing is the Cinnamon Oat Belvedas. This is so random. And if you watch on YouTube, you also have heard me talk about this. But I go to F45 like four to five days a week very consistently. And I used to be really nervous like when I started going to F45 I was like I don't really know what to eat beforehand because like I don't want it to be too heavy to where like I'm getting stomach cramps especially on cardio days but I also don't want it to like not be enough to where I feel like I'm gonna pass out because I'm like very particular with when like the threshold of time that I eat before I work out and I do have to eat something like I can't go to a workout if I haven't ate anything in like more than like two hours because my body just like can't do it and I love the Belveda cinnamon oat little breakfast crackers or whatever I eat a pack of them before every single F45 class I go to and I buy like the jumbo size box of them at HEB and you can also order them off of Amazon and they just provide me with like just enough like energy for the strength days and for the cardio days at F45 and they taste really good I like don't think I could ever get sick of them because they're really just a cinnamony kind of flavor And they're so good and I just really love them and they've just been perfect for me as a pre-workout snack. And I used to always eat like protein bars before workouts, but I'm pretty sure it's better to have like carbs right before you work out and literally the Belvita is like advertised like on them, which I don't really know how legitimate it is because I mean at the end of the day, it's a processed snack, right? Like it says on it like four hours of continuous steady energy or whatever and I truly feel, maybe it's placebo, but I truly feel like that's what it does for me if that makes sense. So I have been absolutely loving them. And then one more coffee related thing and then we'll move on to the rest of the stuff. Pistachio cream cold brew at Starbucks. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I love it. I know it probably sounds weird. It doesn't taste like a pistachio at all to me. It really just has more of like this sweet, salty, kind of nutty flavor, but like not nutty as in a pistachio nutty. It's just like that coffee nutty kind of flavor, if that makes sense. But It's basically just cold brew with um, two pumps of vanilla syrup in it and then the pistachio cream cold foam, which I think just has the pistachio syrup in it and then it has like a salted brown butter topping on it and it's so good. I usually get mine with the sugar-free vanilla um, just because the regular vanilla, it can usually like, I feel like sometimes the regular vanilla can be overpowering with like when I'm wanting to taste the flavor of the pistachio cold foam if that makes makes sense but sometimes I'll just do it without the syrup and the cold brew too so I've been absolutely loving that coffee drink and a lot of times like when I'm going out and getting coffee that's what I've been getting so that's been my Starbucks order lately and it's really nice because it's simple and I'm not like having the a lot of times it's like if I decide to get Starbucks and I'm like not mobile ordering I wouldn't get my typical drink just so I can like save the barista the trouble of me like reading out this extravagant like oh can I get an ice shake and espresso but can I get it with blonde espresso and then can I get like one pump of this one pump of that this milk and then this cold foam like that's just too much so it's nice to just be able to like have a drink that's like as is on the menu basically that I like okay now going into makeup skin hair all the beauty things very first thing we have is the La Roche-Posay Cicoplast B5 lotion So this is literally a godsend of a moisturizer. I struggled for years to find a good face moisturizer. I was always really hesitant to try expensive ones because I always found that they like ended up making me feel more dry or they would just get really pilly on my skin. 
or they wouldn't really do anything or if they'd just be too like greasy, whatever. And there are several that I do really like, but I just didn't really find any that like really truly wowed me until the Cicaplast B5 uh, lotion. And it is so good. I think it's like $15 and it does come in like a smaller tube, but you really don't need a ton of it. And it's just this thick moisturizer and it really just my face feels moisturized all day long. I used to ha- I used to struggle with my face starting to feel like parched and like constricted throughout the day, like as the day would wear on and like I would just feel like I needed to put lotion back on my face. I never feel like I need to reapply this throughout the day. Like my face just truly feels moisturized and hydrated and it's such a good face lotion. Griffin uses it too. Um, I, when he told me, he was like, I want to like kind of take better care of my skin. I was like, okay, thank God. I'm, I'm glad you're, you know, getting into it now. And I'm just like, okay, you want some hyaluronic acid from the ordinary and some La Roche-Posay Cicoplast balm. And that's kind of like what I got for him for, I got, I think my mom might have gotten it for him for Christmas. Um, but I think it might've just been a restock, but yeah, that's what basically what I told him. I was like, I think these will be good to start with because they'll, they'll be like gentle, but like they'll, do what you need to do because he also has dry skin. So I've been loving that lotion. And then also I've been loving the La Roche-Posay Effaclar Duo. Um, it's spelled E-F-F-A-C-L-A-R, I believe. And this is basically a spot treatment for acne. And basically it just like dries your pimples up and like sucks everything out of them. It's like a pimple patch without a patch, if that makes sense. Because it kind of like does what a pimple patch does, I feel like, without there being a patch and I just like spot treat it anytime I get like a little bump or acne and as long as I'm like consistent with it and do it like you know while I have it and then still take care of my skin and I'm not messing with it it clears up so so fast so it's a lifesaver for pimples and acne and sometimes I have stubborn ones and they don't necessarily want to go away from it but it really, really helps, especially with just like reducing the size of them and just kind of like drying them up. But it is important to like make sure you're moisturizing those spots too because it really is like drying it up. And the next thing is my Kaluli Skin Fridge. I know I mentioned it as a favorite in an episode a few weeks ago, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. But I did get a skin fridge for Christmas and it has absolutely just like transformed my mornings because I actually... I stroll my face every morning now. I actually put on eye masks every morning now. And it's just such a lovely little form of self-care and a great way to start my day that I wasn't doing beforehand because of the inconvenience it was to me to have to go downstairs to like get my ice roller. And I didn't want to keep like my eye masks in my fridge where I also have my leftover taco meat. You know what I mean? So it's just like a lot better to have like a dedicated fridge for it. And next, speaking of eye masks, is the Good Molecules Caffeine Eye Masks. I'm literally about to run out of these and I'm definitely going to be repurchasing because they are under $20 and you get so many of them. And I literally keep them in my skincare fridge and I put them on, not on the weekends because my morning routine on the weekends is such a question mark compared to my weeks. During the week, I am like a cookie cutter girl. Every morning looks the same type of thing. But on the weekends, it's like all up in the air and I'm just kind of like, whatever. But during the week, I have these eye masks on every single morning. I basically put them on, which y'all know because if you listen to my morning routine podcast recently, but I put them on while I'm like making my bed, getting dressed for the day, making my fiance's coffee, and then I take them off and like do my skincare. And they truly like make my eyes feel so much more just, they feel a lot less puffy. One, I think from like keeping them in the skincare fridge and having them cool, 
but they truly just feel so much more less heavy or that was that did not make any sense they feel so much less heavy and I love that because I my eyes are typically like very puffy swollen and especially if I'm like not getting enough sleep and I truly feel like they just wake my eyes up for the day um it's not like this crazy energy internal feeling it's more so just like my eyes externally feel rejuvenated type of thing and next is the first day beauty niacinamide eye cream so this is like a rediscovery because I had this when I was in grad school and I purchased it on my own and it has like this peach color to it and it's kind of like a more of a watery kind of eye cream like it's a lot more liquidy than most eye creams because a lot of times eye creams are like these rich dense thick like moisturizer type of feeling but it's like much more of like a runny consistency and it has like this peach undertone to it and it has like a ton of like little tiny like microscopic I don't want to say glitter because that makes it sound chunky but just like little pigments in it and it like really makes your under eyes like so much more brightened and I feel like the peach kind of color of it really helps with the discoloration under my eyes and every morning when I put it on I just feel like I look so much more awake and I used it in grad school and I don't know I think I just didn't repurchase it because I was like oh it's like $30 eye cream like I don't really need it but then they sent me a PR and it was in the PR package um so I was so thankful because I was like oh my gosh, I completely forgot about this eye cream. And I was like so thankful that they sent it to me because it made me like rediscover it. And now I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to repurchase this because it's so good. Um, And it really just makes me feel and look, or it doesn't make me feel, but it makes me look a lot more awake. And then we have the Sunday Riley CEO Glow Moisturizer. And I think the other, I don't remember what the other one is, but whatever their vitamin C like serum and moisturizer duo is, so good. I hadn't really tried any Sunday Riley products before, but they also sent me PR and I have a coupon code with them too. And it's Abby Aslan 15. And I absolutely love this stuff. And I hate that I love it because I know it's expensive. And I've always been someone who does like very low maintenance skincare. Like I do not have a ton of steps in my skincare routine. I don't use like a ton of, I don't really, I didn't use any luxury products. I've always loved, and I still do love and use my Korean skincare and then like my ordinary products and La Roche-Posay and like that's kind of my thing all of my products have always pretty much been at least in my consistent like skincare routine um like my go-to foundation foundational skincare routine because like I will try new products out and use new things for like a few weeks and then I'll like go back to my regular routine and I'll just kind of like try things out because I get a lot in PR so it's fun to try things out but like my OG routine is Cosar, the brand COSRX, La Roche-Posay, and The Ordinary. Like, that's it. And the Sunday Riley products are definitely more expensive, but I mean, they, I've always been so scared of vitamin C products because I used a vitamin C product a long time ago, and my skin did not like it at all. And I think I probably combined it with something it shouldn't have been combined with, but I've been using their vitamin C line in the morning, and it has like this, it smells like fruity pebbles to me, kind of. But I know it's like a it's like a citrusy fruity pebbles smell because it's a citrus scent, but it also has like a fruity pebble scent to it. I don't know; it's hard to explain. But I absolutely love the combo of the serum and the moisturizer. It like the smell of it like wakes me up, and it just feels super moisturizing. And I've actually noticed because I've been using it for about three weeks consistently now, maybe a month, and I only use the vitamin C like stuff in the morning. And I have always had like just like these random like dark little spots kind of like on the lower half of my face 
where like my jawline, not on my jawline per se, but like right above where my jawline is. And I, I was like, these aren't acne scars because I've never really had acne there, but they're just like, they were always like these red or sort of like darker spots than my skin. And I always hated the way it looked like when I wasn't wearing foundation. And I've really noticed they have like gone, they've really gone away. Like there's still some there, but for the most part, they have like diminished or they're just like not anywhere near as dark. And I know because I can like look back at pictures of my skin like when I didn't have makeup on at that part of my face. And there was always just like a little bit of redness and like texture. And I really think that this is like what's been helping it because the rest of my skincare has been the same. You know what I mean? So really been loving those products. And then for makeup, I have been absolutely obsessed with the NARS Light Reflecting Foundation. I wanted it for so long and I got it when Sephora had a random 20% off sale kind of around Black Friday. And I'm so glad I got it. I am really on the fence about doing my own makeup for my wedding or not and so I've been like when I've been doing my makeup I've been like really trying to be intentional with like trying new things with my makeup I'm not necessarily like trying a ton of new products I don't want to like hoard a ton of makeup that I don't need because I don't wear makeup on a day-to-day basis but I did want to get this foundation because I had been wanting it for months so then once it went on sale and then I realized I was like okay I'm not 100% sure if I'm gonna get my makeup done or not for my wedding so I probably should try out a few foundations. I don't need to try out all of them, but the ones that I know, you know, that have good reviews that I do want to try out, I probably should try them out over time. So I've been absolutely loving it. It's really dewy, really glowy. It's very buildable and I love a really glowy foundation and it just looks so good. Um, and I love that it has a pump, uh, for the bottle. And then I also have been loving the YSL all hours foundation, which I also got in PR and oh my gosh it's so good it's described as like a I think it was luminous matte is how they described the finish and I was like ew I don't think I'm gonna like that because I don't like anything matte because it just makes me look like a like the literally parched spongebob like I feel like that's how I look with matte foundation when he needed water at Sandy's like home or whatever I don't know why I do so many spongebob references references in my episodes lately but oops sorry but that's how I feel with matte foundation and it's so crazy because it doesn't feel matte at all. Like it doesn't feel drying or like cakey or anything and it just has like this airbrush kind of look to it and I like can really build it up and I just really feel like my skin just looks like this flawless canvas when I'm wearing it and I'm really torn between wearing it or the NARS foundation on my wedding day if I do my own makeup because I really like both of them a lot and I did a TikTok on trying like a first impressions of the foundation. So if you want my TikTok, it's just at Abigail Aslan. You'll see that video if you're curious to see like what it looks like. And then I showed what it looks like after a wedding I went to. So after I had had it on for several hours and after I was like in the rain and it like still looked so good. So I've really been loving both of those foundations. And I've also been loving Rare Beauty Blush. I love the little like the liquid luminous ones. I really like the shade Encourage a lot and then I think the other one is Happy but I feel like Encourage shows up a lot better on my skin and I used to be super conservative when I applied it but then I kind of started feeling like once I had applied my powder and everything it would blend out into nothing so I've actually been putting like two small dots of it on and it looks like a lot at first as you're blending it out but then it ends up being perfect and I love it. And then another blush I love but powder form is the Charlotte Tilbury blush in the shade Ecstasy. I heard Katie Fawn talk about this and she said it was like her go-to blush. Like she uses it on every client she has and she just thinks that it's just like a godsend basically of a blush. And I was like, okay, got to try it. I got it for 
our my fiance and I's like dating anniversary literally all I said was I just want to go to Sephora and pick out a few things so like that's what I did and that was one of the things I picked up and I love the blush so freaking much it's like this perfect pink it's not too light of a pink and it's not too dark of a pink and it has like the perfect undertone to where it really just I feel like would look good on anybody's undertones like it's not it doesn't favor cool or warm undertones more than the other it's just like perfect and I absolutely love it and it I feel like it wears like for a long time it doesn't really like wear off it's not patchy at all and it's not I feel like it has sort of the finish of it is very natural it doesn't have like any chunky glitters in it or anything and it's not like super like chalky or matte it's just perfect I love it and then next is the essence eyeliner I have the like cream colored shade it's kind of nude I can't remember what shade it is exactly and I'm I'm putting it on here because it's one really cheap I think it's literally like three dollars but I know like it's all the like the whole trend of doing the white eyeliner and the water was it your waterline no your waterline's on the top and your tight line waterline I don't know the bottom part of your eye like where your eyelashes are attached to on the bottom part of your eye I don't know why I can't think of what that's called but I know it's the trend is back of putting the white right there and using a white eyeliner and it looks white eyeliner looks really good on some people because I think like Alex Earl like brought the trend back or at least her video repopularized repopularized it and doing like a bright white eyeliner is not going to look good on everyone. So something you can do instead is get like a nude or like a cream one. And that's what I have been using. And it just brightens up your eyes a little bit, especially if you have like heavier like mascara or eyeshadow on. And I will say that like, because you're like blinking a ton, it does kind of like wear out. But I think all eyeliner kind of does that when it's like on your actual waterline. And, but I think because it's $3, I'm like, I still love it because like for the first few hours I'm wearing my makeup, my eyes like look super bright. So it's really good for like pictures and stuff too, because it'll just really brighten up your eyes a lot. And it's so cheap. And I just have like the cream kind of colored one because it's a lot less intense than the all white one. And next is the bronzer brush I have. It's from Real Techniques. And I remember like, I used to spend so much money trying to figure out like what bronzer or contour brush to use and I would just waste all this money because I was like I need to find the perfect brush blah 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 but then I realized like bronzing and contouring are like two different things and I used to kind of like lump them together so I would like try to use a bronzer brush when I was really trying the contour and then like when I'm trying the bronze I'd be using a contour brush so now that I'm like a lot better at understanding that I know that you know there are better brushes for me to use and I absolutely love the Real Techniques brush that I recently got. I think it's the Real Techniques Ultra Plush Powder Makeup Brush and it is so good for bronzing the face. I use a really light hand so I'm not like gripping the handle really tightly so I keep like my wrist really loose and I kind of go right above where my cheeks hollow out if I were to make like a kissy face And I just go right above where that like natural hollow point of my cheek would be. And the way it just like airbrushes the bronzer on, oh my God, it's so perfect. And it's like effortless. And I feel like bronzer, I used to just struggle with it looking like too concentrated, especially if I'm using like a true 
warm toned bronzer because typically contour is going to be more like cool toned bronzers. So absolutely love that bronzer brush. And next is perfume. I've been loving the way Melrose Place perfume. It smells so clean and just it's like a light clean floral scent and it's just like the perfect everyday scent and it's a $60 perfume. So like Yes, it's more expensive than a drugstore perfume, but it's not as much as like most perfumes and like luxury perfumes are and stuff. And I absolutely love the smell of it. I actually have the body wash too, but I haven't used the body wash yet because I'm trying to use up the one I have now, but I got the body wash for Christmas and I'm so excited to like use the body wash and use the perfume because I feel like I'm just going to smell amazing. And I absolutely love the smell of it. It's such a good perfume. I've also been loving the Glossier You, you perfume again, like rediscovering it. I had a tiny bit left in my bottle of it and I don't have any left now and I really want to repurchase it, but I'm trying to force myself to like use up everything I have before I buy anything new. So I'm not repurchasing the Glossier U one yet, but I definitely will. It's just such a nostalgic smell to me because it takes me back to like 2020, 2019, like college and it just smells so good, but I've just been really, really loving the way Melrose Place one and yeah, the Glossier one too, but I literally use it for like two days and then I ran out of what I had left of it. And next is the Way Fit Care Mask. Once again, another Way product. I love the Fit Care Mask so much. I haven't tried their Fit Care shampoo and conditioner, but I really want to. But once again, I'm trying to use up everything I have before just buying shampoo and conditioner because I literally have so much shampoo and conditioner because I actually get or I've recently got like shampoo and conditioner and PR from like Redken and then I also have my own Redken I can use and I also have some way PR so I'm just like I do not need to buy the thick hair shampoo and conditioner from way if I already have like all the shampoo and conditioner I need to go through but I do have the thick hair mask which I initially got in PR and it makes my hair so freaking soft and basically on my hair wash day, which is usually like once or twice a week, after I rinse my shampoo out, I immediately would put the thick hair mask in as conditioner. So I just like leave it in my shower and I just put it on conditioner basically from like the top of my neck down on my hair. So I don't like put it in my roots at all. So it doesn't like make my hair more greasy or anything. And I would just let it sit while I wash my body and shave my legs and stuff. And seriously would make my hair so soft and I just ran out of it and I need to repurchase it because like I am already missing it and going off of that I also really have been loving the way detox shampoo it's so good I also got it in PR and then I have one more bottle to use that I got in like a separate PR package from them but it smells amazing it makes my scalp feel so clean and just like without feeling stripped because you know sometimes you can like shampoo your hair and it feels like you stripped your hair of all of its like natural like oils and like goodness and it just feels kind of like okay what did I just do to my scalp but no this just feels so good and it makes my hair feel so clean especially if I like did something to my hair like styling wise and I had a ton of product in it or if I have a ton of dry shampoo in my hair I really feel like it just gets rid of all of that really well and then next is what I've been using to style my hair when it's curly and that is the way or no, wait, we dot, we dot, we dad, we dot. How do you say it? Sorry, I just said that so many times. The O U I D A D. It's confusing because I was just talking about all of the way products. And now I'm talking about way dad, we dot, however you say it. Anyways, they have this humidity protection gel. And it's what I've been using when I've been wearing my hair curly. And it's so freaking good. I love it so much. You only need a little bit, and a little bit goes a long way. It doesn't make your hair like crunchy unless you use like a ton of it. But if you just use like what you're supposed to, it's perfect for your hair. 
because it feels really weightless and it doesn't really weigh my curls down at all, but it defines them very well. And it's a gel, but it's not like a sticky gel. It's really cool. I keep it in my shower and basically like while my hair mask or conditioner is in, I will flip upside down and I have a wide tooth comb and I'll just comb my hair up out while I'm out, upside down and the water's like hitting it. And then I'll just comb all of the conditioner or mask out depending on what I have in. And then I'll like turn around to where it's not in the water anymore while I'm still upside down and I'll just comb it through one more time. And then I just put about like a quarter size, I would say, or nickel to quarter, somewhere in between there of this humidity protection gel in my hands. And I just kind of run it through my hair and then I comb my hair one more time and then I scrunch it with my hands. And then while I'm upside down still, and then I'll put on my Aki hair towel and let it sit in the hair towel for like an hour and then I'll let it air dry the rest of the time. And it just really has been doing wonders for my hair and keeping the curls like defined and not as loose, especially on my top layer of hair. Last but not least in the beauty category is the Tree Hut Shave Oil. It's so good, you guys. I got it on a whim in uh, Ulta the other day. I went into Ulta to pick up, I don't remember what I was picking up, but I was picking up something and I had a gift card and I happened to walk by it and I've wanted to buy it so many times because I used to love the Vaseline. They had like a cocoa butter like body gel or oil or something when I was in high school and every now and then I would get it as like a luxurious treat in high school to like shave my legs with especially during the summer, like when I was like in bikinis, like 24 seven and I absolutely loved it. And I always loved how it left my legs feeling. Cause it was like a cocoa butter kind of like oil. And anyways, I don't even know if they still sell it. Um, but I saw this shave oil a long time ago from the tree hut brand that makes like those super popular body scrubs and everything that like all smell really good. And I saw that they had shave oils and I'm like, I love the concept of this, but I think they're like $10, maybe 12 for like a shaving product. And I'm just kind of like, oh, that's a lot for a shaving product. So I've never bought it because I usually just will use shaving cream. And oh my gosh, I got it because I was like, you know what? I've like always, every time I see this, I want to get it and I just never do. And I was like, I have a gift card. So like, let's get it and try it out. I think I got the Tahitian vanilla scent. And oh my gosh, you guys, I use this to shave and like when after I rinse it off in the shower, I literally just stand there and rub my legs together because I'm just like in awe of how like silky they feel because normally it's like the skin just feels really weird after like a shaving cream and I've tried, I've tried like every shaving cream out there so I don't even want to hear it about any of them not making you feel that way because I swear all of them make my legs feel a certain type of way and I swear I've tried them all and I don't know, I just, the shape oil literally your skin will feel especially like right in the shower right after you wash it off and it still feels like it that day like after the fact but it feels the absolute smoothest and silkiest right after you rinse it off of course but it is just like this slick like hydrated feeling and it's just like the best feeling ever and it literally just makes my legs so much softer and I feel like my legs are just like I don't know. I have like a thing with my legs. I feel like the pores on my leg or like my hair follicle areas are just like so large and like visible and I really do not like that but it's because I have like very thick coarse hair and I also just have like a ton of like dark spots just from like old scabs like so I've always picked them when I was younger and like bruises and all of these things and I just think the actual skin on my legs could like 
has seen has seen I want to say it's seen better days but they really haven't but they could be doing better and the shave oil just makes them feel a lot better and I just feel like my legs look a lot more like shiny and hydrated now whereas they used to just look dull and flat and like bleh so I love that shave oil so much and it's gonna suck to be repurchasing it but I'm gonna have to now into lifestyle I just have four things um these are just like random little things that didn't really have a category first is my brewmate imperial pints cup and basically this is like a travel kind of like reusable drink thermos type thing and I have the imperial pint size this was on my Christmas list for Christmas and I got it from my I think I got it from my brother and sister-in-law I want to say because I got them one too for Christmas or maybe Griffin got it for me I don't remember I think Griffin got it for me and then I got my brother and sister-in-law one or I got them a brewmate product not the same thing but I've been loving it especially when I go into office but it's the coolest thing because basically it like cannot spill because you screw the lid on and then you like lock it which is basically just like pushing the um little like lip part of it closed and like you can turn it upside down turn it on its side and it does not leak at all which is so huge for me because like normally when I'm leaving the office I want to always stick like my whatever like little reusable coffee thing I brought with me in my work bag but then like the one little drop of coffee that's still in there always ends up spilling in the bag and getting on something and it's so nice to have something that I know won't spill and I just have the white one and it keeps my coffee hot or cold for so long it holds a good amount and it literally can't spill so it's so great and then we have my little ribbed lamp from Urban Outfitters which I think is out of stock still probably unfortunately but they have a very similar like style of one but if you search little ribbed lamp on Urban Outfitters it'll come up and it'll probably just say like it's out of stock but basically it's like this small little white lamp that I got for my office and I don't like overhead lighting so I love to just like turn it on in the morning and I just have it on all day and it just gives like the office a really cozy cozy vibe and it's white and it just has like a ribbed detailing on it and it's just small mini and cute and it sits on top of my bookshelf and I just absolutely love the ambiance it gives and it's just amazing and I love it and it was like 50 or 60 bucks and I think I got it on sale and it was just such a good purchase for creating a comfortable and cozy atmosphere in a room that I hate spending most of my day in so I love that and next is my Target accent chairs that I recently got for our living room which if you watch me on YouTube you've seen them but I scored such a freaking deal on these chairs I have been looking for like accent chairs for so long I was looking on Facebook marketplace but even on Facebook marketplace like the cheapest things I was finding were like $200 a chair if it was like a set of two and a lot of times they were like used or I would see some that were like $50 a chair but they were literally like in horrible condition and I was like okay that's just gross I'm not gonna get those and I found these on Target and they were on sale for a while and I finally like one day was like you know what I just need to get them because they're not gonna be on sale anymore or they're gonna go away and I'm gonna miss out on this awesome deal and they are exactly what I wanted wanted and they are called the Yahi Tech <laughs> Y-A-H-E-E Tech faux leather armchair accent chair with wood legs I have the dark brown color and basically it's like this dark brown faux leather with like these dark brown arms and they're accent chairs but they fit we basically have a fireplace and then we have two tall windows to the left of and right of the fireplace and both have like little nooks where the back part of the fireplace goes back 
on both sides and I'm like chairs would be perfect right here to provide more seating and just to add more of like a cozy like homey vibe and I knew I wanted chairs for so long but I was just really trying to be patient and y'all I got these for they they're still on sale right now um and they're on sale for $132 each but they're like a really high quality looking chair and they're actually really comfortable like they're they're not super narrow to where it's like uncomfortable where your hips are like touching both sides of the chair and I've been loving it as just like a little reading chair to like sit in and read at night or in the morning just so I can like have somewhere else to sit you know instead of on the couch or in my bed and I absolutely love them they are perfect for the space I need like I didn't want anything too big or dramatic or overwhelming for the space I just wanted small little accent chairs that weren't too small or too big and they're perfect and they have like a very subtle recline to them and I also love them because right now, um, if you don't watch me on YouTube, you don't know this, but we have our, or my fiance's parents, um, his dad's like old couch from so long ago, like 10 plus years ago. And we've had it for ever since we started living together in like fall of 2019. So for like almost four years. And it's this like corduroy mustardy yellow color and we love this couch like it is the comfiest thing ever it's like a lazy boy and it's really has a lot of depth to it so it's really comfortable to sit on it's really comfortable to sleep on it can fit a lot of people and we love it so we're really just trying to hold on to it for as long as possible and then we when we moved into our new place we needed a bigger rug than what we had in the apartment because the one we had in the apartment literally looked like a piece of paper laying on the floor in our new living room and it was just like a cream jute rug and the rug we have now is like this dark it's also a rug from his parents just like a hand-me-down but it's a dark brown and like red and mustard yellow um it's a really nice rug and it's really good quality but it's just it's not like what I want to have long term for our place like I, I want something lighter that like adds more brightness and lightness to the living room just because we don't get a ton of natural light and it works perfect for the space right now because it matches the couch perfectly. It was bought to go with this couch a long time ago and they just don't use the rug um, in their house. So they were like, y'all can just use the rug until you like find one you want. But what I'm getting at is these chairs, they match perfectly with what we have right now, but they also are perfect for my vision of where I want the living room to go in the future. And I already know like really what I want in the living room. It's just a matter of like kind of saving up for it, but it's just not really a priority right now because of like what I'm having to spend like towards the wedding and stuff and we're just both not really wanting to spend money on furniture right now we're just trying to do little things at a time and like obviously a couch and a rug are typically expensive things so we're kind of like saving them for last and we're just doing like the smaller things first so I love that the chairs go with like what I have now and we'll go with what I want in the future and then last but not least in lifestyle is f45 oh my gosh I am so obsessed with f45 if you don't know anything about it it's basically like a circuit training like you're basically doing stations and I love it so much because it's different every single day and the way it works is like every four weeks the style of workout you're doing each day changes so like for the month of January every Monday you're going to be doing like the same circuit workout but the moves every Monday are going to be different so like you never really get the same exact workout which is why I love it so much because it makes it always go by super fast because it's always something new. It keeps me engaged in it because there's always something new. Like I would always get really bored with workout classes before after I did them for a while because I'm like, okay, like I'm used to this. I kind of need something new in it. And I've been doing it like very consistently since late October. 
and I do not see myself getting sick of it anytime soon because I have noticed such a difference in just like the way my body is toned and the feeling of strength that I have and it's been so rewarding to like be able to like go up and wait doing certain things and I feel like my cardiovascular health and just my cardiovascular fitness is so much better now too because I go to both the cardio and the strength days and that's the thing they have some days that are like a blend of cardio and strength they have like days that are really cardio focused and then they have days that are like really strength focused so I love it so much and I will say like if you go to F45 the first time you go, you're probably going to never want to go back because that's how I was. Like I tried it once and I was like, I'm never going to show face in one of these again because it was so hard. But then I like was brave and kind of like what my quote said earlier. It's like <laughs> it, it was difficult, but you know, it's like worth it. And now it's something that I love so much. And I like completely swore I was never going to go back. And I literally want to go. It's not like a, I have to go or I need to go to F45 today. I always want to go because every single day the endorphin like high and rush I get after I go and I've been going at lunchtime actually lately a lot on my lunch break. Then I'll just eat my lunch at my desk, which I'm fine with if I'm able to like step away for a workout class, you know, I hate eating my lunch at my desk if that's like, um, if I'm not taking a break because then it's just like, oh, what am I doing? But I absolutely love it and it's been such a game changer for me and it's been so nice having something like that I really enjoy doing workout wise and it's seriously just made my days so much brighter especially like on my long work days because it seriously just goes by quickly and it feels so good to get the energy out and it gives me more energy at the same time so it's so nice and I just absolutely love going and it's really great that you know it changes all the time and we just like entered a new phase of workouts for like this month and they it's just so cool how it's like always changing and I love it so now going into like clothes I don't have a ton but first and foremost I'm wearing them right now are my Aritzia super world sweatpants so these are incredible I'm gonna see if they're still on sale right now like while I can so I can like let y'all know but I got these around Christmas and because my black sweatpants that I did have um were from Victoria's Secret Pink and I love them I still have them but they I noticed they were just like a little bit too tight and like when I'm in like sweatpants I want them to be like baggy and roomy and comfortable and not like tight but it's just because they fit me really well in like high school when I had them or early college no I got them in early college not high school but they fit me really well in college but now I'm just kind of like okay these are like definitely too tight on me and they're the super world super fleece relaxed sweatpant Y'all, they are half off. They're $35 and for an Aritzia sweatpant that has like really high quality fleece and fabric and fit, they're so good. I will say they're not like, I don't want to say they're not flattering because I think they're fine. Like I don't really think any baggy sweatpant is going to be super flattering, but I do think like sometimes I like look at the way they look on like my stomach I'm like okay like this is kind of funny just like from the side but not in a way that's where it's like I don't want to wear them out in public like I literally wore them out all day today and I love them because they're so comfy they're like a super soft fleece on the inside they have like the cuffed bottom and they're I have them in like a classic gray sweatpant color and then I have them in black and they are probably out of I'm sure a lot of the um, colors online but you can I'm sure hopefully find some that are in stock um in a random color or something but yeah they were half off and I got them a while ago because my black sweatpants were too small and I didn't have any gray sweatpants and I love that I got two pairs for $70 from Ritzia because that's like unheard of 
And next are my Capri loafers from Princess Polly. If you follow me on Instagram or on YouTube, you've definitely seen me wear these a ton. They are like these chunky black patent leather loafers with like a gold detailing on them. And I wear them to work all the time. And I also just wear them like with regular outfits going out and about. And I just love them. They're like such a, they add like such a dressy element to an outfit, like so effortlessly. And I will say like when I first started wearing them, like they definitely gave me bad blisters. So basically I would always put either a bandaid or like boob tape on the back of my Achilles and it was like perfectly fine. But now that I've broken them in, I can like wear them for a long time, like not really get blisters. So, but I think they're so great. They're from Princess Polly and I think they're literally like 50 bucks or right around 50 bucks, which is like a pretty good price for a pair of loafers in my opinion. And then I've got a shout out um, Newly, which is where I rent a lot of my clothes from. I don't do this every month, but I definitely do it um, every now and then, especially when I know I have a lot going on like this month, like my Newly order that I have right now, I did because I knew I had like a recruiting event for work that I'd be going to. So I wanted to have like a nicer like sweater I could wear. And then I also knew I had like a bridal luncheon and a bridal shower for my friend Savannah. So I was like, I'm, I want outfits for that. And it seriously just keeps me from impulse buying clothing. I hardly ever buy clothes anymore because my newly like satisfies that desire to like get new stuff. And like I said, I don't do it every single month, but I definitely always like to think ahead and think like, is there anything I'm going to need any clothes for? And then I get it if I do. And I have like a code, like a referral code that gets me money off if y'all use it and then it'll get you $10 off your first newly. And I'll leave that in the show notes as well as like the other um, coupon codes I've mentioned so that y'all can check it out if you want. But I absolutely love it because it helps me like play with my style some for in a more sustainable way. And I'm saving money in the long run because I'm not impulse buying clothes near as much. And then we have my Universal Thread Waffle Cardigan from Target. So I got this cardigan a few weeks ago in the mail because I have for years been looking for just like a waffle knit cream colored cardigan and I just like never could find one that wasn't a ton of money because it's like I always saw one like on like free people or something and I was like I just don't want to spend that money on one but if I wanted that bad I probably should have just done it but I ended up like randomly coming across it and I was like oh my gosh that's exactly what I've been looking for for what feels like years so I finally got it and I just absolutely love it it's so cute it has like such a cozy vibe to it it's perfect because it's great for like the weather in Houston it's not too heavy because some cardigans are like literally so thick and heavy that they're like basically a heavy jacket but this one's like perfect because it'll like keep me warm when it's like brisk outside but at the same time it's not too hot um and I absolutely love it and it's just like so cute because I know I can wear it like to the office if I want to wear like a black bodysuit and some jeans and my loafers I can wear throw the cardigan on over it or I can just wear it working from home super casually with like literally my yoga pants and like a crop little red t-shirt or something from Rhodesia. Like that's like one of my go-to outfits for working from home. And next is Story Activewear. If y'all haven't heard of Story, it's basically the girl that owns um, Alani New, like the energy drink kind of company and fitness supplement company. She also has a activewear line or brand and it's called story s-t-o-r-i and i have two sets from them and i love them so much i don't think the actual sets i have are still available because like she basically does drop so that they don't have like a ton of inventory like sitting around which i feel like is probably pretty smart with like the way her like following is like they just do drops and like 
you know, if they still have inventory, they'll like leave them up for sale. But then like they just don't have like a ton of different styles. But I like that. But I also kind of don't like it because there's like some sets that I have that I love and I just like can't get more of them. You know what I mean? But I guess it's good because it keeps me from spending money on <laughs> activewear when I don't necessarily need it. But I have, if you get any of their tights, I have the icon tights and they're truly like tights, but not like as thin as tights typically are. But they're not as like thick as a legging, but they're like, they feel like a line leggings used to feel. A line leggings don't feel the same anymore. They feel like crap. And, um, I love them so much because they're so soft. They're super stretchy. They have fun colors. They still definitely have some icon tights on the website and some of them are even 50% off. And she does really good sales randomly. I think it was for Black Friday. She did, if you bought like a pair of leggings, you got two items free, like any two items. I literally got a full workout set. So like a pair of leggings and a sports bra that matched and Griffin, a pair of like really cute, like burnt orange shorts because they have men's stuff too for Christmas. I got those three things for like $55, including shipping. It was crazy like to get that much for that cheap. I was so happy. And I love the other set I have too. I think, I don't remember. I think I want to say it's the either the endurance leggings or the, no, endurance tights or the perseverance tights. I don't remember which ones they are, but they're both like a tight material. So they're really thin and I just really love that for like cardio days because it's not like I have like these really thick like uncomfortable hot leggings on and they're just such cute unique colors and some of the styles are really unique too like one of the leggings I have have like the tip top of the waistband is like a dark orangish red and then the rest of the leggings are like this blush pink and then the sports bra is kind of like the same way that goes with it it's like so unique and it's really comfortable and I love them and then next are my base paste leggings from Lululemon. I feel like I've included these before, so I don't want to talk about them a ton, but I got a raspberry color of them for Christmas from Griffin, and I just love them, and I love the base paste leggings for working out. They're so good for, like, spin. I feel like they'd be really good for running, and I really like them for F45 too, but they're basically kind of, like, fast and freeze, just not as compressive, I would say, um, but that's what they remind me of if you are familiar with um, – Lululemon leggings and then we have books which I literally only have a one book to talk about or one series to talk about I'm not gonna sit here and talk about it because y'all have heard me ramble about it a million times but the Akatar series A Court of Thorn and Roses by Sarah J Mass, so good I finished the all of the series that's at least out right now like two weeks ago and I'm obsessed with it I'm gonna start reading Throne of Glass by her soon but one of my friends at work um is getting the throne of glass books in the mail I think at the end of this week and we're gonna like try to like kind of read them together so I'm gonna wait to read throne of glass and then I'm gonna read crescent city after that but y'all have heard me talk about the Akatar series even if you don't like fantasy I think it's worth trying out it's got smut it's romance it's action it's like thriller even sometimes it's literally so good and makes you feel so many emotions and I'm a full-on fangirl over it I have not fangirled over anything since I was in middle school but literally I watch TikTok edits of the Akatar series I look at fan art I'm like so invested I literally got a sweatshirt in the mail today that I had ordered when I finished the second to last book back in January I ordered this like stitch sweatshirt off of Etsy that has like one of the like phrases from the book in it and it's like really cheesy not the sweatshirt but like the fact that I got it but I'm like embracing it because I'm like 
how nice it is to like have such a love for something and like be able to purchase something that like represents that love, you know? And it's, and it's not like I purchased the sweatshirt because I was like, this is a super like stylish sweat. You know what I mean? Like it was because I'm like, I'm commemorating like the series that I utterly love with everything. Like I want something to just like represent that to like channel all of this emotion into. So I got this sweatshirt and it's so cute. It just came in the mail today. I posted it on my Instagram story and so many people were like freaking out. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm literally ordering one right now. And I feel bad because I think the scroll like literally hand stitches them unless she has like a sewing machine. I don't really know. I didn't ask her. <laughs> She's just an Etsy seller. But um, I believe she, I want to say she hand stitches them just because it took a while to come in, but she could use a sewing machine or something. I don't really know. Um, but I feel bad because if a lot of, a lot of people ended up ordering one. She's going to be like overwhelmed with orders. But at the same time, that's a good thing because she got business. So, but I absolutely love the Akhtar series. I started reading um, All the Things We Leave Unfinished and I'm loving that right now. I'm only like 30 or 40% done with it though, but I'm, I need to finish it by the end of this week, hopefully, which that's going to be really hard with work probably, but I'm really hoping to read a lot of it tomorrow on Sunday. And I have been loving it, but I wanted to read it in between Akatar and starting throne of glass because I didn't want to go straight from one fantasy series into another because I felt like I would be constantly comparing throne of glass to Akatar. And even though they're like by the same author, I just didn't want to have Akatar sitting in the back of my mind as my most recent read because I felt like I wouldn't give throne of glass a real chance because I would just be thinking about Akatar. And it's so funny because I started reading this new book I'm reading and it's just like a romance novel. And the whole time I'm just like, wait, it's so hard to like learn new characters and like learn an entire new plot because I was so invested in the series for months on end that it was like hard for me to adjust getting into another book. But I absolutely love the series. It was so good. Um, and then going into music and like podcast, I haven't really, I've been listening to like podcasts a little bit more lately. Y'all know I don't really listen to them a ton, but I've been listening to Huberman Lab every now and then while I work. It's a little hard to listen to while I work because it's very like technical in terms of it's like a very informational podcast and I can't necessarily always listen to it while I'm working because I tend to tune it out and that's fine but like sometimes I actually want to hear what he's saying and actually process it and I can't always do that when I'm working if I'm working on something very like monotonous I can listen to it but if I'm working on something a little bit harder I can't really listen to it and then I've been loving the skinny confidential as usual um always love just like looking through and like figuring out which episode I want to listen to from their podcast. And then for music, I'm kind of back in my rap era um, and hip hop era. I didn't really ever leave it, but I feel like I, I've always like loved rap music. If you don't know that about me, I mean, literally since I was in probably like fourth grade, like, I mean, it really all started with Chris Brown, Kiss Kiss, I want to say, um, which hate to say it, but it, it's, it's a fact. It's how it started. I literally remember watching the Kiss Kiss music video on my janky, on my parents' like janky laptop when I was in like third grade and just swooning over it and just being like, oh my gosh, like this music's so good. And I would like watch the lyric music videos that people watched. I was obsessed. And then same thing with Run It by Chris Brown. Like I was so into it. And then when I was in middle school, like Lil Wayne and Drake were really popular and I had an older brother, so I think that's where all of this influence kind of comes from. But, um, and then in high school, I mean, I was in the everything, like every genre and like every rap artist that was out there. And then in college, same thing. Then when I graduated college, 
I found myself never really seeking out new rap music and it was always just me listening to the old rap music and that's kind of still what I'm doing honestly I don't want to sit here and say I've been like listening to new stuff because I really haven't I've been listening to like new Drake and like new 21 Savage and stuff but like that's not like new artists I guess you could say for me but I think it's because rap took a very big turn in the past few years in terms of the style and sound of it it's very different than the way it used to be and I don't think I like the newer style of rap as much like I really like the the more like future and like Metro Boomin and like all of that kind of rap as compared to like the young boy never broke again like all of like those like more hardcore like rap artists and not saying I don't like their stuff because I definitely like some of their songs and stuff too but I think I like a lot more of like Future and Metro Boomin like Don Tolliver like those kind of artists but I've been like back kind of into it lately because I literally like stopped listening to it altogether for several months and I was just kind of listening to alternative and I was listening to country and that was kind of pretty much it but something about like just getting ready while listening to rap or like driving at night and listening to it it's just it really I don't know I love the feeling it gives me it makes me feel like really confident um, and I just like feel really good listening to it sometimes sometimes I don't though sometimes I listen to it and I'm like what am I doing so I really have to be in the mood for it and I find that as I get older I'm listening to it less and less but I will always have a soft spot in my heart for like several artists like Drake and Metro Boomin and Don Tolliver and Migos and just so many others that were you know such a big part of my music listening over the years so I still love them but I'm kind of back in the era in terms of I've been listening to it more often than usual and then I also have been listening to a lot of country I really like going on Spotify and like searching like Zach Bryan radio or like Parker McCollum radio Ernest radio Luke Combs radio those are probably the ones that I do the most often in country but I have to say Spotify needs to do a better job with shuffling because I have like a country playlist and I love it, but Spotify just doesn't shuffle well enough, especially on playlists that are really long. They just give you the same 50 songs and like don't ever really shuffle them and the same thing with the radios. But I'm really excited because I'm going to be seeing Ernest and this summer at a country music festival and I'm so excited because um, I love Ernest's music so much and also really love like all the other artists I just mentioned for country but country I definitely don't listen to as much in the winter it's very much like a summer football season thing for me but I find that as the weather's starting to kind of get warmer or on the warmer days when it's like sunny and I'm like it's the weekend and I'm driving to go get a coffee. I find myself like listening to um, country and like those scenarios a lot more. So that is everything I have for my favorites. It's such a long episode. My throat is so dry and it hurts so bad right now because I'm so dehydrated from not really having water yesterday, the day of the wedding. And I haven't really drank a lot today either. My throat is like wanting to jump out of my body right now. But thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to follow In Bloom Podcast on Instagram if you haven't already because I am definitely keeping up with posting over there and I'm trying to include a lot more like real content instead of just like content I've created on Canva to like make it feel a lot more personal for you guys and just put more effort into it in general and follow me on YouTube if you want to if you want more content from me I upload videos every Wednesday and on my personal Instagram if you want it's just at Abby period Aslan and I'll leave the discount codes I mentioned and um that kind of stuff in the show notes below but thank you all so much for listening and I will talk to you all next Monday